If you believe in your offer and what you can do for people, this is insanely generous because it is so easy to miss sales, especially flash sales or Black Friday sales or all these holiday sales. It's so easy to miss them because everyone's doing them right now, right? So it is such a generous way for someone to feel seen and to also just nurture that relationship so that even if they don't say yes now, they might say yes in the future because you become that go-to coach for them. Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. Oh my gosh, I have been waiting for months to say that. I have not recorded a solo episode, like I said, in a couple of months. And can I just say, oh, feels damn good to be back. Um, I have already had my dogs barking in the background. All the typical annoyances that my poor editor, Kim, has to go through every time I record an episode, they've already happened. So even the universe is like, yep, she's back. <laughs> Let's throw the huge over at her. <laughs> but all that to say, I, yeah, I'm thrilled to be back. I'm loving back in the mic. Um, so since I've left, let's see, I have had a launch. It actually only ended on Friday. I hosted my first ever summit, which was an absolute blast. I started an all new Instagram page focused on content tips. I have binged The Golden Bachelor. I'm sorry. Why was that so freaking entertaining? Did anyone else love The Golden Bachelor? DM me right now and let me know. Um, please also, because I feel almost embarrassed that I'm admitting, admitting to that. <laughs> I've also spent a month in the United States. I went back to New York City, my home. Oh, it was like literally plugging myself back into the wall and just getting a full charge again. It just felt so good to be home. Um, I had COVID for the second time, probably got that in New York. <laughs> I've been on like six airplanes. I have seen some of my best friends get married. I've also started the process of moving apartments again. I don't know if you were in my world this time last year, but the whole apartment situation was a massive nightmare. And we ended up finding a place really last minute. But like I said, huge nightmare. I'm hoping it's not going to be quite the same because we're not moving until January this year. But, uh, you know, that whole process can kind of suck. Let's, let's see what else has been going on. I've written maybe like 100 emails, I think, for all the events we have hosted over the last few months between like affiliate emails and promotion emails and then like member. E I mean, my gosh, I, I feel so done with emails, I have to say, but it's just it's just one of those things, right? Um, I've also, one of my dogs had an eye infection, which was bananas. He couldn't like open his eyes for like a week. And then I had another dog who had a, who had a surgery that was insanely traumatizing. She kept like shaking herself awake on the operating table. So we had to like bring her in multiple times uh, because she was just too nervous and also was very aware they were trying to put her to sleep and she wasn't allowing them to. So it was just, I've just never heard anything like it. And they've only experienced it once before. So that was a trip. Um, we welcomed 50 new members into the GoTo Coach Club. And what else has been going on? I feel like I've slept on the couch half a dozen times with my sick dogs as well. Oh, it's just been a couple of crazy two weeks. That is really just scratching the surface of all the things that have been going on. But all of that to say, I took a break from the podcast to focus on the summit and kind of like recharge. And I find that hilarious, right? Because there was no, no recharging to be had. <laughs> but oh well, it is what it is. All I know is 
I am so excited to be here. Recharge or not, I'm so happy to be back on the mic connecting with you every single week. I've also been recording episodes the last few weeks. We've recorded an episode uh, about increasing your email open rates. I think that one's going to come out this week. We've also talked about getting more visibility, even if you are an introvert. And finding love within yourself even after heartbreak. I talked to um, Nicole, who wrote an amazing book. I can't wait for you to hear that. We've also talked about getting more PR opportunities and landing on YouTube searches and all kinds of things, which I just can't wait to share with you over the coming weeks. So yes, I'm excited to be back. And this week, this is Thanksgiving week. Now, I know not everyone who listens to this podcast celebrates Thanksgiving, but I have learned that Black Friday and Cyber Monday... And all these events that happen in and around Thanksgiving and just over the holidays, like at the end of the year, are big buzz times of year for everyone, right? Whether we are doing special events during this time or we're feeling pressure to do those kinds of events, like there's a there's a lot going on in our minds as business owners to do these things or not to do these things, or how should we do our version of this and how do we make this successful? All these, all those things, right? So I wanted to do an episode, my first episode back, I wanted to address the Black Friday FOMO. Because like I said, whether you have a Black Friday offer that you want to make the most of, or you feel like you totally missed the boat on Black Friday and anything like it, but still, again, want to make the most of this time of year. You want to leverage this time of year, even if you don't have a sales push. Either way, again, whether you want to sell right now or you don't want to sell right now, I want to talk about how to make the most out of this time of year. Because there are opportunities for you even if you don't have a Black Friday sale, even if you don't have a holiday sale of any kind, there are lots of opportunities just sitting in front of you. And I want to make sure you know what they are. So there are eight things I want to talk about inside of this episode. The first three are more mindset oriented, just to get everyone on the same page. And then we're going to move into some more strategic things. Okay. So number one, there are five weeks left in this year. Okay. Let me repeat that. There are five weeks left in the year. So you do not need to scramble together a Black Friday sale in order to have a sale this year. You can have a sale next week or over any of the holidays or before the new year, or even in that first two weeks of December where people are kind of like, not like it doesn't quite feel like the end of the year yet. And also it does feel like the end of the year. Honestly, everyone and their dog is running a Black Friday sale right now. So it is truly not the end of the world if you skip the chaos and wait until it dies. You might even make it more likely that someone will actually hear your offer because you're not trying to talk over all of the noise. So if you, quote unquote, miss the boat on the Black Friday period, don't worry. It might even be the universe like having your back here, okay? It might actually be a blessing in disguise, okay? So that's the first thing. Number two, Black Friday is not the only event happening this week or the next few weeks, right? We have Cyber Monday on Monday. We have Small Business Saturday on Saturday. We have Giving Tuesday next week. And we have so many holidays over the next month. And we have the new year. And then after January 1st, we still have that period where people are excited about making shit happen in 2024. There are so many, or I should say, the reason Black Friday exists, right? Or the reason people like to leverage Black Friday is because it gives you an excuse to kind of build buzz around what you do, right? But that opportunity remains far after Black Friday. So do not go cuckoo bananas crazy over this. Black Friday is only the beginning of many opportunities to leverage this time of year. There are other events that you can host a sale on if you would like to. 
Number three, if the thought of doing some big sales push sounds so beyond your capacity right now, so even if I was going through the different opportunities you can host sales, you were like, okay, I get it. And also, please know I can't do that right now. (laughs) I'm so tired, right? Cool. Keep in mind that business actually continues on January 1st. This whole end of year push is totally in our imagination, right? There is no end of year push. In fact, this is some marketing thing that started who knows when designed to get people to spend money and be excited about it. But the truth is, as soon as the year ends on December 31st, it picks back up again on January 1st. So this end of year push is in our imagination and it often adds more stress than is necessary. So if a push of any kind does not feel good to you right now, no biggie. The year both ends in five weeks and your business continues in five weeks too right? In fact, January 1st comes and it's going to feel like the whole thing. You're going to feel exhausted after the holidays, but it's going to be like nothing happened. You're still going to have to check your email and life will still continue. (laughs) The same troubles that you left in 2023 will probably continue in 2024 until you do something about it. So this whole end of year push, it's in our imagination and take the pressure off of yourself, please. Okay. Now, number four. Now let's talk to the people right now with who do want to have a sales push this time of year. And hint, hint, this is a tip for anyone who wants to have a sales push ever. You should always do this. Do not forget to make a sales invitation. Okay, so again, if you've got a Black Friday deal this year or any kind of an offer like a launch or a flash sale or a sales push of any kind, listen up and write this down. Here's what this looks like. Number one, make a list of the people you've been having conversations with this year. I want you to think discovery calls that didn't convert or people who have asked questions on social or in emails or people you've met at events, right? Anyone that has made it clear that they are the right fit for you, but have not converted for whatever reason. Step two, you're gonna invite them one by one into your offer. So you can say something like, and let's just pretend this person's name is Regina. Hi, Regina, I know something you've been working on is fill in the blank, right? What's the thing that they've been working on that that they talk to you about in the conversation that you've had with them? So I immediately thought of you for this offer. This offer is designed to help you fill in the blank. What's the thing that this, like how, like what did you design this offer to help people do? And I feel like it would be a good fit because fill in the blank, share the reasons you think this would be a good fit for that person. For example, let's say that you had a, de- a discovery call and they said, I really want to work with you right now, but the, but financially it doesn't make sense for me. So I'm going to have to pass. Maybe your Black Friday offer or whatever the sales push is, is something that's more on a budget. So you can say that. You can say, I know the timing wasn't great because because of finances, and I totally get it. So when I put this offer together, I thought of you because a lot of the work that we talked about doing on our call is the work that I want to start doing with you inside of this offer, but it's way more affordable or it's no, it's, you know, it's 50% off or whatever makes sense for you. So I thought it could be a good fit for you right now. And then you're going to continue saying, of course, there's never any pressure from me, but I just wanted to make sure you knew about it. If you want the link to learn more, let me know, right? Simple as that. Now, my point with this here is whether they say yes or no, they're going to feel seen by you. They're going to feel remembered by you. They're going to feel understood by you because when done right, sales is really an act of love and care for your community. So if you do have a sales push, make sure you also reach out to people that you think would be a great fit for this and personally invite them to check out the offer. 
If there's limited space or you have a sales cap or anything at all, you can mention that. But what I would do is perhaps reach out to them before that sale opens, right? So if you know, like, for example, there was someone inside of the go-to coach club who we were just talking to about this on a problem solving call. And she said, I'm only offering this Black Friday bonus for the first 10 people. So she's going to reach out to a couple people before that even opens and say, Hey, I'm reaching out to you now because I know we've already talked before and I'm going to give this offer to my email list. And the first 10 people are getting a bonus. So I wanted to give you a heads up considering we've already had this conversation. And if you wanted to say yes before the sale is even open, you're going to get first dibs on that bonus, right? So she was opening the doors to to a group of people that she's already had a conversation with and making them feel seen and special because they've already taken the time to have a discovery call with her. They've already taken the call, the time to chat to to her in the DMs or wherever they've had communication, right? And then once people say yes, and that 10, first 10 people dwindles down to seven or eight, she's going to adjust that in her email, right? She's going to say, by the way, like the first 10 people are going to get this bonus. I've already had, I've already invited people inside of my private community. So already four people have said yes to this, which means there's six slots left. So she's not going to lie about it to her email list. But what she's doing here is she's building a stronger relationship with the people who she's already had connections with because they're feeling remembered and seen and they're like, they're given an opportunity to say, to kind of get like first dibs on something thanks to their relationship with you. And then to her email list, she's making it clear like, by the way, like when we have communication, when we talk, when you like share what you're going through with me, you're in my inner circle, right? So I'm going to think of you for things first so that you don't have that pressure, right? So there's a lot of benefits that all center around relationship building for selling in this way. Again, if you believe in your offer and what you can do for people, this is insanely generous because it is so easy to miss sales, especially flash sales or Black Friday sales or all these holiday sales. It's so easy to miss them because everyone's doing them right now, right? So it is such a generous way for someone to feel seen and to also just nurture that relationship so that even if they don't say yes now, they might say yes in the future because you become that go-to coach for them. Number five, another way to take advantage of this time is to build relationships with people you want to collaborate with in 2024. So here's what that looks like. Step one, write a list of people you want to collaborate with in 2024. Step two, go down that list and see what Black Friday offers they are offering. Or not Black Friday, if it's if you're listening to this after Black Friday, any type of holiday offer, right? What are they offering right now? What are they promoting? If you're not sure, you can also reach out to them and say something like, ooh, what should this person's name be? Let's say this person's name is Frankie. Hey, Frankie, I really believe in your content and I would love to help you promote because I think my people would really love your stuff. Do you have anything that you want me to share with my people this season? I'd love to shout you out on my stories or I'd love to promote you in my podcast or I'd love to share you to my email list, like whatever is true for you. Step three, then I'm pretty sure you figured this part out. After they let you know or after you find something on their page, you're going to repost them in your stories or shout them out in the podcast episode or to your email list or whatever feels right for you. And of course, you're going to let them know that you've done that. So either you message them and say, hey, I shouted your offer out to my podcast this morning or hey, I just tagged you in my stories to promote your offer and make sure you tag them. Like, Let me know if there's anything else I can do. Or, you know, what again, whatever feels right to you, just make sure you let them know. Because what's happening here is you're just beginning a relationship with a collaborator, right? And to be clear, they are under no obligation to return the favor to you ever. But it just makes it clear that you're a business owner with an audience and you'd like to support one another. 
right? Because it opens the doors to similar opportunities in 2024. But so often we have to make that first move. And sometimes we have to make a lot of those first moves. Um, This is all part of building a business with a network, right? So make that first move, build that foundation and walk in like feeling confident about it too, right? Like even if you feel like you're not in that place for them to return the favor at this moment, like walk in like you are. I think so much of this is about an energy exchange. And if you can just be like, hey, like I want to support you. I don't, whether you want to support me or not, like you've got something good here and I want to help my people. There is power in that, right? Because it also shows that you're thinking about your community and what they need. So your community is going to benefit from it as well. Number six, you could also use this time to create a free end of year offer simply to grow your email list, right? Maybe you want to host a private podcast that people have to opt in for. And the theme or topic that you're covering is just getting people ready for 2024. Or you can do the same idea for an IG Live series and just promote the heck out of it or a round table or anything at all. And again, maybe the theme is like, what does what does your client need to know now to prep for the new year? And how can you and your network give them the answers that they need? Now your guests can all be promoting you between now and the end of the year. You can be growing your email list and getting in front of new people. And you can be setting yourself up to make more sales in 2024 thanks to that list growth, especially if you don't have it in you to put on a sales offer right now. Now, a quick warning. It is a busy time of year. So if you're going to ask other people to help you with this, which you probably need to for this to be a success, you have to make it super easy for them to do because their promo calendars might be full at this moment, right? Which means you could also make this a January thing, right? This doesn't have to happen in December. This can happen in January. And now this gives you a moment to put your ducks in a row and also gives them a moment to, you know, put it in their calendar and also make it a much easier yes. So do not feel like this has to be rushed, but even a round table, right? Which is like a one hour event where you're going to have like four or five other panelists there and you're just going to answer questions along the topic that you share. Even that, if they share it with their email list like once or twice, invite people into this juicy round table, like that's actually a very short and sweet unpolished event that can grow your email list, get other people promoting you, and also just build some buzz around you. So that it doesn't have that doesn't have to be a complicated thing to to host, but just give that some thought now. If you're not going to host a sales period, host a free event. Number 7. I also think it's a powerful time to write a dream list of people that you want to work with in 2024 and simply reach out to those people and see how they're doing just to kind of stay on top of mind. So here's what that looks like again. And kind of like I said earlier, you're going to write this list of people based on discovery calls that didn't convert or questions that people asked you on social or on your email list or messages in general that you've had on social anywhere at all, right? So this is really about putting those engagement systems to work. What conversations have you started throughout the year and what have not converted or gone anywhere for you at the moment, right? So that's step one. Step two send each person a message that says maybe something like this. And let's say this person's name is Tina. Hi, Tina. How the heck are you? I know we spoke back in February or whatever the month is for you about insert the thing that you guys spoke about, right? What was the challenge that they were overcoming or whatever that might be? And I wanted to check in. Have you insert the thing that they wanted your help with? right? So so this is going to depend on what kind of a coach you are. So have you lost the 10 pounds that you were hoping to lose? Or have you doubled your email list like you were hoping for or working on? Have you filled your client roster? Just check in on what that goal was, right? Now from there, let them respond how they will respond. 
you might find yourself moving into a sales conversation simply from that, right? If, if someone was like, oh, unfortunately, I didn't. I would re- reply being like, oh my gosh, tell me, tell me more. What happened, right? And I would just have a natural conversation. And if it gets to a point where I'm like, I'm going to recommend my program one more time because I know I can help this person, I will say that. But I have done it from a place of checking in, really understanding what's going on and being able to wholeheartedly recommend my program or my offer or whatever it might be. Or they're going to respond and say, yes, oh my gosh, I did do the thing I said that I want to do. I'm so excited. And now you have the opportunity to celebrate them and cheer them on. In both circumstances, you remembered someone. So you've made them feel seen and and understood and like you actually care about their success. So whether it leads into a sales conversation or not, this is a massively important step to building a community. Because let me tell you, even if that person is not someone that's going to buy from you today, they are going to remember this. They are going to see you as a go-to coach, as an expert in your topic, in your field. And if someone else is struggling with the same things that they are struggling with, they're going to want to recommend you, right? Because of the amazing experience that they had with you. So be a human, check in on them. And if it makes sense, remind them of your program or your offer. And if it doesn't make sense because they've already achieved what they wanted to achieve, celebrate them, right? Like literally cheer them on a whole, like give them a big virtual hug because you're happy for them. You'll also, I think in this, in this exercise, I love this exercise because it's also going to help you audit how well your own engagement systems have held up over the year, because you should be able to come up with a list right now of people that you can follow up with. And if you can't, it means you haven't been proactive enough in starting conversations, or you don't have a system for recording the data or the market research or what they were like dealing with so that you can write these personal messages like this that feel personal enough to actually start these conversations. And that engagement system is good for both your business and your audience. Because again, it benefits them to feel seen. And it's just good for you because that puts you in a place of building those go-to coach relationships that yes, can be profitable, but also create loyalists within your community. And then the last thing, number eight, here's a content idea. You could also go on Instagram story at any point over the next five weeks And put up a poll that says something like, just curious, how likely is it that you and I will work together in 2024? I actually got this idea from Sage Polaris, who is actually coming on the podcast later this week. So you'll hear her talk about this as well. And she has a really fun story about what happened when she did this. Um, and hint, hint, only one person responded to her. Okay. I'll talk about that in a second, but it's, it's, it's just interesting. (laughs) So, so you could say, just curious, how likely is it that you and I will work together in 2024? And then poll option number one is very likely you're on my list or poll option number two is I'm thinking about it or poll option number three is, you know what? It's not the right time right? Now the people who vote, I'm thinking about it, or it's not the right time can go on like one of your market research lists so that you can follow up with them later or build a relationship with them or reach out and just see what's holding them back or anything at all. Right now people keep in mind, people may choose not to vote in this poll and that's okay. Our job is only to create opportunities for people to raise their hand and say, Hey, I'm interested or Hey, I'm not interested. And content like this just gives us those opportunities. There has been so many times I've put something up that no one has responded to. And it can feel so easy in the moment to be like, oh, like, is my business ever going to take off? But in that moment, the important thing is people have the option to let me know where they're at. 
it also reminds people that I'm a business because just having some content up there that's like, hey, are we going to work together? It reminds them, oh yeah, I, I can hire her. I keep forgetting. I don't just love her content. I can actually work with this person, right? So it's a good habit to have. And that right now, this time of year is just a good time to bring it up, right? So again, put up those options and depending on how people vote, put them on a list so that you can get some feedback. You can ask them where their head's at. You can support them in another way, right? But now it's the it's step one to building a relationship with them. And then for the people who are saying, yeah, I, I have you on my list, you can reach out and say, oh my gosh, I am so excited about that. Like, I don't know, maybe you can say, you can ask them a question, like, what, what are you excited to work on with me? Or or you could just say, I'm so excited to hear from you later in 2024 and pop them on a list as well to just keep staying top of mind with them, engage them on social or just be in front of them in any way possible, right? So there's lots of possibilities with this. Here's my whole point in all this. The end of the year is not just about sales pushes. It can be about building relationships with collaborators in 2024. It can also be about personal invitations with the people you have worked so hard to build relationships with all year long. And it can be about growing your list. All of these things are profitable action steps that leverage the time of year whether you have a Black Friday sale or not. So I would love to know. I would love it to if you DM me right now, in fact, to tell me how you are leveraging this time of year. What on this list resonated with you? Or if you're doing something off this list but still trying to leverage this year, what are you doing? I would love to have a conversation about what you're doing. I truly cannot wait to hear about it. All right, my friends. Whew. I'm like, like, feel like I have to pant right now. I feel like I just like flew through that. <laughs> Look, it is so good to be back. And like I said, I've got some great episodes coming your way this week with Sage Polaris. She's going to help you increase your email open rate. So stay tuned for that. And could you do me a little a little favor here? If you are excited to be back in the Marketing Unfiltered world, and I hope you are, would you mind taking a selfie right now and sharing it to your story, Share, sharing where you're listening from, or just celebrate with me with their headphones in your ears saying, I'm back listening to Marketing Unfiltered or whatever you want to do and tag me so that I can see you and celebrate you and just, just I don't know, have like a little welcome back party on my Instagram story all by myself. <laughs> or another another way to show some love is to leave a five-star review if you haven't already because that really helps more people find us, especially since I just took a two-month mental health break <laughs> because apparently that can impact things a little bit. But either way, I can't wait to hear from you. And for anyone who celebrates a very, very happy Thanksgiving to you, like I said, I'm grateful to be back. And I'm also just so grateful to have you in my world. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone, whether you celebrate or not. I will see you on the next one. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, you can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.